All right, guys, welcome back to our last Timberwolves talk away from each other. Not the last Timberwolves talk, but the last last online Timberwolves talk is today. Like the next time we do Timberwolves talk, I'll probably be right where Peyton is sitting. So it's going to be great. There's going to be no more connection issues. Um, I'm happy. I'm happy. And I'm ready to evolve Timberwolves talk into something even greater than just an online uh, online podcast. So, yeah, I think once we get in person, man, it's just it's so much easier just to like talk with someone when you um. Oh, my dad's coming in. It's his work. <laughs> what up? Need something? Yeah, uh, the connection sucks everywhere else. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Yeah, we're not editing that out. Don't worry. <laughs> so we got a little eventful start. We got Omar making an appearance in the in the show, but um, but yeah, I feel like it's so much easier to do a podcast in person because you can like actually communicate without having to worry about a lag or have to have like anxiety that your connection is going to go out any second. You know? Yeah, I agree. And like, um. It's it's just a lot easier of a process. Peyton and I can both more, you know, easily focus and like find out what each other want to do more in person because we can plan a little bit more. Um, we both there's just like a vibe to being in person that's a lot easier to record a podcast. So it's it's gonna be really nice. And um, like we've mentioned before to you guys that we want to like do something with the boat and with podcasts. We want to combine them somehow. So you'll hopefully be seeing that in the future and it's, yeah we don't want to give off uh too many ideas because we know the guggen squad's going to come in and just steal our idea again yep 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 but i don't know it, it's it's going to be a great change and i think you guys will really like it um I, we've done a couple in person already and i think you guys have enjoyed those you know the ones with doogie and stuff so we're going to try to get more guests on too because it's a lot easier to do um do guests when we're both in the same room because it's it's kind of hard to coordinate with three different locations on the Zoom. You don't know when people are going to talk. So that, that'll open the door for more guests, too, for you guys. For sure. And I mean, come like in regards to Tim Rose talks, this is one of the most upbeat ones I think that we've had all season. I mean, looking back at the last, I think in the last seven games, we're five and two. And just looking back at that, like you can't ask for anything else from this team. Like that is exceeding the expectations that we had even in the beginning of the season for them to be putting up a stretch like that is just it's awesome and it's it's actually fun to watch some winning basketball for once you know what i mean yeah it's it's a it's the absolute opposite of what we had to watch practically the whole entire season it's weird seeing the timberwolves go on a four-game winning streak and it's weird seeing them you know compete with every single good team because guys this second half of the schedule has but one of the most difficult schedules, I it might be ranked the first most difficult schedule in the NBA for the back end. I thought I saw. What was second, maybe second, first or second, and they've done better in the second half than they did the first half. Um, Finch has doubled Saunders' wins and a little bit more. It's it's there's a lot of really good stuff to look forward to in this coming next season, and you know it's it's tough that we're starting to hit our stride right now because obviously you know. Right now, I think we could. We if we were thrown into the playoffs right now, I think we could compete. I really do. Yeah. And obviously, with the record, we're not going to get into the playoffs. That's known. But 
you know, I think this team is a playoff team, and I think come around next year, barring any catastrophic injuries like this year, I, I think we make the playoffs pretty easy. So there's a lot to look forward to for sure. Yeah, I think that there's going to be a few teams that sneak into the playoffs, especially with that um, with the play-in tournament. There's going to be a few teams that we are better than. Oh, they're in the playoffs this year that we look at them in the playoffs and say, you know what, we could have put up a better fight than they did with our current roster. And another thing I want to touch on is we're coming off one of the best stretches that we've had all season. We won four straight games. The whole season, all the fans are complaining that we're not winning games. That's all they complain about. And now that we're actually winning games, people are complaining that we're winning games. So I just, if you're one of those people that um, are complaining about us winning games, I'd like you to drop in the comment section, what can make you happy? Like, you get mad when we lose and you get mad when we win. So I just, I feel like you're just, I don't know. You're never going to be happy. And that's just not, not the best way to live. If I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. My whole philosophy on sports is like, I think the NFL is a little different in the fact that like, if I were a Jets or a Jaguars fan, like, and I'm already like one in 12 or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I'm rooting to get Trevor Lawrence, but I think the whole philosophy of sports besides like that rare occasion where you and the like the Jaguars and the Jets are competing for last place for a generational talent I think it's more fun to see your team win even if you're sacrificing a draft pick and I I don't care what anyone says Peyton and I have both been on this train since we've told you guys this probably two or three months ago I think that we don't care we don't want to tank we want to try to win as many games as possible Um, the whole philosophy of being a fan of a team and cheering for someone is for them to do good. You should never cheer for your team to do bad. I, I, that's my whole philosophy on sports. And, you know, there's a bleacher report article put out that says, are the timber, it was like, it was, it's, is the Timberwolves winning games, sacrificing Carl Anthony towns. Then that's just the dumbest article and the most backwards article I've ever seen before because first of all i know that writer is not a timberwolves fan i know they do not cover the timberwolves for one reason because it's absolutely backwards the we're saving we're we're keeping cat by winning more games he's happier when we win games just do you think cat wants another lottery pick after all these years no he wants to win games i think we've shown cat enough lottery picks and i think that i think so too starting not to trust us anymore because all the lottery picks we show him are terrible besides ants of course yeah. And like, I don't know. I just, there's so much to be happy about for this team. I don't even think we need another, I don't think we need a top three pick to win next year. I don't like, obviously that that's awesome. You know, getting a top three pick. I don't think we even need that though. I think we just, we sign a couple more vets to the roster and I think we're a competing team. I don't know if we're a championship team with the likes of the nets, the Clippers Lakers. It's, I'd say we're no. tier two, tier three. Like we're up there though. With we're our there, current man. roster, we're up there. I mean, we're not going to compete with these crazy super teams, but like any team. No, but like, have. listen, listen to this. Like the Suns and the Jazz right now are one and two in the power rankings. I just saw on NBA.com. And guess what? Every single time we play both those teams, we either win or compete with them. Yeah, man. We, I, we have a winning record against the Suns and the Jazz this year. That should tell you something about next year. That should tell you that. This team is actually here to play. Like we we have improved mightily on the offensive end since the addition of Finch. The defense is still eh, but I I think give him an off season to implement a full plan 
I, I think we're good, man. I, I really do think we're good. Yeah, man. I, I, I don't know. I a hundred percent agree with you. I think if we're trying to build this winning culture, I think trying to lose is just like cancerous to the whole team for these young guys that are trying to learn how to win, learn how to do it the right way. You never would want them to try to lose on purpose for something that even if we get the last record in the NBA, we only have a 60% chance of getting, of keeping that pick. A 40%, 40%, even worse. So not even that's less than half. If I do the math correctly, 40 is less than half. So even if you lose all these games, you still don't even have the best odds of getting a first round pick. Like it's not even above 50%. That's a great point you brought up of, especially with the young players, like they're doing so well right now and winning games and they're developing really fast. And, you know, it's just, it's so negative to see fans and like the comment sections of things, just like shitting on them for, you know, losing game or like trying to win games. Like they're playing great right now. And we should just, I think everyone's spirits are the highest they've ever been in that locker room right now. Like you can see like ants, ants enjoying himself. Cat's happy. You know, Delo's finding his stride. Malik's always happy for some reason. I mean, it's, it's a good time to, you know, root for this team it's a good time to like these players because they actually care and i think they do actually want to you know make this team successful so if you guys want to hop if you guys aren't fans of the timberwolves and want to hop on the bandwagon right now you know we're 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 open i'd say it's still open to hop on this is the best time i would say if you're if you're kind of looking if you were in that lakers fan lakers bandwagon and you're kind of eh you're not really on it anymore this is probably one of the best up-and-coming teams to uh to come join yeah I, i agree I mean, this is way off topic, but I guess to jump into the next topic, dude. Um, remember when there was a time we could get Kevin Porter Jr.? Anyone could get him. Yeah, and you know, I was I came on the show, and I think you you agreed with me, and I said yeah, we should sign Kevin Porter Jr. Like I know he has those off court issues, but he's he's it was the same draft as Jarrett Culver, and he was picked. I think I think Kevin Porter Jr. was picked like thirtieth, wasn't he? Wasn't he the last yeah. pick in the first round? And he's he's incredible like he's playing incredible for the rockets right now and he just dropped 50 points the other day he's shooting the ball lights out which is you know the the Cavs never used him as a shooter the Cavs really never even played him and this makes the Cavs look really dumb for giving his locker to another player to Torian Prince yeah the the Cavs you know, I, I get it though. I mean, if someone has a mental freak out in your locker room, you're gonna you're gonna have to cut them. But like, you cause that mental freak out. I'm sure. Yeah, I. <laughs> I that's a good way to put it—a mental freak out. <laughs> but seriously, man, like we could add Kevin Porter Jr. Imagine adding that to our backcourt. I mean that that'd be it, it's it's awesome to think about just because how crowded our backcourt is. It's just how crowded this team is right now of talent. Like I'm, I'm trying to think of where to put them. It's, it's great. It's a, you know, it's tough to Peyton and I were talking about this, you know, before we started the podcast today and it's tough to watch a sport, especially at the end of the season when, you know, your team's just in the dog days. Like this was especially prevalent for the, the twins like you're you're in august and your team's like 30 and yeah 90 and you're just done and it's 
I don't even think it's like that for this team, though, just because of the excitement they bring and how they're actually just starting to win games. It's just exciting to see how they develop. So I I would still watch games if I were you guys. I think it, I think they are valuable to watch because it's they're one of the few losing teams that are putting out their starters and playing them 35 minutes a game and exactly. you know actually trying to trying to win ball games and playing them like they're like every game matters. So, you know, I think you guys, even if you're, you know, kind of disappointed, we didn't make the playoffs. I'd say, keep watching. Um, there's still a lot of exciting stuff that happens. Um, you know, you just kind of got to build up the excitement in different ways. And one of those ways is the rookie of the year race. I think that's uh that's a good way to, you know, keep involved in the basketball season. Um, if you're watching this podcast is it's going to be a tight rookie of the year race. Um, one thing to add is LaMelo ball came back. Um, I think two days ago and, you know, awesome to have LaMelo back, like really cool that he, you know, was able to come back. He's really fun to watch. Never have I ever seen so many posts about one player on social media platforms. Like I saw like four, what do they call them? LaMelo report. That's what they call bleach yep. report. Yep. So uh, LaMelo like, drove to the basket and dunked just a regular dunk. They posted that, that little underhand flip pass. That one was nice. I'll give them that one. That was cool. Um, there was a layup they posted, but you know, it's, it, I feel terrible for ant because I think they're going to somehow pry this award away from him. And yeah, you know, it's, that's only added motivation though. So I was going to say, I think that we all kind of see where it's going Although we all we all know that it's probably Ant's award to win, we all kind of can see what's going to happen. It's going to Ant Lamelo's going to have a few good games here to, at the end of the season, and people like Stephen A. Smith, who we've already talked about, not really enjoying Stephen A. Um, they're going to just push, and Lamelo's going to get the Rookie of the Year, I think, even though maybe it's Ant's award that he should win. It is what it is. I mean, like I said, I think it's added motivation. I think, um, honestly, at the end of the day, you know, when Ben Simmons won Rookie of the Year over Donovan Mitchell, I think Donovan Mitchell took that extremely personally, and now he's the head of the number one record in the West. I mean, I think Donovan Mitchell is probably a better player than Ben Simmons, but I think so. You can make the argument. Um, yeah, you can go either way with that one. So it doesn't Rookie of the Year at the end of the day doesn't define your career whoever wins it and whoever doesn't win it. Um, there's a lot of rookie of the years that fell off. I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of scenarios that can happen. And, you know, Ant not winning rookie of the year doesn't mean he's a bad rookie. It doesn't mean he's going to bust. It's, you know, that's what the, that's what everyone wants to tell you though. That's what, um that's what all, you know, non Timberwolves fans want to tell you that are Lamelo supporters is that Anthony Edwards is a bust. You know, he's never going to be efficient never going to be LaMelo. So don't listen to that, you know, stay faithful. Yeah. So let's go into this new segment of the show that I just came up with. Um, it's called catching Chris in the comments. So we're going to talk about Chris's recent debate on the, uh, in the Instagram comments. Uh, Chris, can you break it down for us? What you were so angry about and how you, uh, how you went about this, uh, recent comment. My most recent conversation I think happened. So all these, all these, um, all these comments that I usually so you know on Instagram how like you click at the basshole at basshole underscore media on Instagram if you want to check us out maybe give us some likes on those comments to help Chris. Yep. So you'll probably 
so you know how you have like your home feed of the pages you follow and you go one over to the search button at the bottom and it has like random pictures of like stuff that's prevalent to what you follow. And that's where I usually find all these really dumb takes. <laughs> so the one take was that the Tim, if the Timberwolves really want to be, you know, a playoff team, they should trade away Jade McDaniels, Josh Akogi, and um, I think Malik and three, three first round picks for Jeremy Grant and, like when I saw this, I was astonished because I thought it was like a joke at first. Yeah. But then he like listed like five different slides for reasons for this. And well, pull, I, up. I, pull up. Let's see. Uh, let's let's get let's get some deep facts. This is a new segment. I mean, I we gotta. Yeah, I mean, we we gotta look into it now. I guess. I guess we can't officially call him out by name because I think that might be, unless he was mean. Was he mean to you? No, he's fine. Um, so this guy. So this guy that we follow actually is a Timberwolves fan named Obsessed Wrestler. Good guy, good guy. I, I think he actually watches these. So if you're watching right now, shout out to you. So he said, dumbest post I've seen in 2021, awful trades for the Timberwolves. The account, we'll just say the account, you you still cannot find a strong reason to defend your argument. And he said, that's an easy one. I'd never be crazy enough to give up that many first round picks. Also, the Timberwolves would have to be absolutely nuts to trade away Malik Beasley for basically a bag of chips in your wild trade scenario. And I kind of, I hearted that comment. I thought it was kind of funny. And he said, Jeremy Grant ain't worth two future first rounders. Terrible trade for the Timberwolves. Um, Obsessed Wrestler also said three straight, three straight comments. So he's, he's feeling himself a little bit. He said, Jade McDaniels is a future all-star, potentially all defensive team player. The Timberwolves shouldn't give up on him this quickly. The account, the account kind of goes ham though. He oh, wow. says you must you must really not be in touch with basketball for the past year, and your ignorance is what makes you think that because Jeremy Grant is averaging twenty two and a half points per game while playing great defense. Um, it's a little bit more, but that's that's about the extent of it. And he also said Jay McDaniel's has potential, but he's a project player. Uh, was a project, not a project anymore, by the way. He's actually good, so that's wrong. Has potential, but he's a project player, which means it will take time for him to reach his potential. If the Wolves are going to wait till he develops instead of making moves to win now, then the franchise might as well say goodbye to their franchise player, Carl Anthony Towns, as they did prior with Kevin Garnett and Kevin Love. Okay, so that a lot, a lot in that was just completely untrue. You guys can, you guys know our opinions. That's a terrible take. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Another guy says, I disagree. Jaden is already making huge difference on the offensive and defensive end. Like that comment too. Um, and then the account said 6.8 points per game is not a difference maker on the offensive end, in my opinion. So I came back and said, this is where Basel media comes in. Yep. Chris. I said, LOL, you don't watch Jaden then, man. Jaden alone has shot the three great and played all-star caliber defense plus rebounding. Don't get butt hurt that me and obsessed wrestler think your take is absolutely shit. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, it's funny how you make things up yourself. All-star defense, come on. You and I both know that's a lie. At least stop lying to yourself, man. And then someone else backed me up, actually, and said, you obviously don't watch Wolves games then because Josh Kogi is normally at the position LMAO. Don't know what he was saying there. Couldn't respond to that. So, you know, I took it easy on this guy. I only left one comment. I didn't even I didn't even get back at him. Well, let's Honestly. just let's just break down that trade. Like that I feel like that trade package is something you'd put together for an elite superstar. Well, no, let's just go straight to the 
yeah, that's like a Bradley Beal trade package. Not maybe even like, like dude, that's, that's overkill. That's overkill for Bradley Beal, first of all. First but of he all, also that... said, no, you know, you know, he's not. You know, he doesn't watch Jaden McDaniels because he said he went straight to the six point eight points per game. That's all he said. Yeah, well, that's the least part of his game that matters. <laughs> like, that's the part that's developing. Well, just like even like a, a even like those three players take take off the draft picks. Those three players for Jeremy Grant. Like that would be a decent trade, dude. Malik, Malik alone. I don't know if I, I mean maybe I trade Malik for Jeremy. Probably I would, but like then you throw in yeah. our best defender, Josh Kogi, <laughs> our second best defender, our second defender, second best defender. Oh yeah, and then three first round draft picks <laughs> for Jeremy Grant. We don't. Even, we probably don't even have one this year, so it'd be like four kind of. We would. We wouldn't pick for five years. <laughs> That's a bad – that is a really bad – like, yeah, he must not be a Timberwolves fan. He must never watch a Timberwolves game, or he must not be a Timberwolves fan. The bad thing about this is this account has, like, 10,000 followers. Like, I don't know how people, like – I don't know, like – It's not as bad as uh, – it's not as bad as trending NBA. Well, no. we are the biggest trending NBA haters that are on the planet. We are. And I know all of you in the comments, because, like, we'll see comments that say, I love when Chris gets into – battles on instagram and in the we like responding to your i think that's honestly one of the best parts of about doing this is when we see like 60 comments left below and we just we like we rub our hands together and just can't wait to respond to all the comments because they're all they're all either funny they all either strongly disagree with us or they're all supportive so yeah we fun have you guys like we're pretty active in the comment section like we will respond to all of you guys like tim rove's fan love your comments but um there's one thing like I nine to, of them, but there's one thing I have to say. I mean, you can't say we need a new name on our podcast when your name is Timberwolves fan and ours is Timberwolves talk. It's like the same thing. That's yeah. all I have to say there. So, so I think another thing was is we kind of we kind of dissected a lot about the Wolves actually without even going into the past two games. Um, besides that, we were still planning on doing the um, you know the last game um Timberwolves talk the last Timberwolves talk you know not of not of the probably of um for a for an extended period of time probably the last Timberwolves talk and that that's going to be on the last the probably the day of the last game or maybe even during it that'd be kind of fun too. I was just about to say that we could do like halftime of the game we could do a little like little call-in party we could just start it up and then people can call in talk about the first half um and then we can keep it going for the second half we can just kind of live like we won't have the game on but we'll have us watching the game and then we could we'll just kind of just be commentating i think that would be hilarious be kind of a cool little send-off of this little um you know project we've undertaken we want to hear what you guys like we want to hear you guys call in like talk to our fans actually because you know we talked to you over the comments and stuff and um we write a lot of you guys back. It's just, we've never heard from you before. Yeah. So I think that'd be pretty cool if you guys called in, um, you know, let us know what you thought of the series the whole year. If you enjoyed it, you know what you want to change for um, 2022. Yeah. If you want, if you want us to do a, if you want a new name for the series, we, we actually, we love, we love hearing all your guys's. I kind of see it as like the end of a school year. Like, you know, at the end of the year, you get that end of the year party. Yeah, you get the snacks. You get, it's a fun party, and then you fill in the little, um, little teacher script, the little teacher card where you give them a little feedback. Yeah. So if you guys can give us any feedback, I guess at that, that'd be great. Like we'll we'll take all that. If you if you don't like the colors that we use up here, 
if you don't like the way that it says Timberwolves talk up there or any of that, just let us know. Like, we'll love to hear any of that. We have a whole new season next year. Everything's going to be different. I think it'll be great. Yeah, we're, we're super excited. Um, it's been awesome. You know, we don't want to do our send-off message, message now, but, you know, it's been really awesome to um, – be a little bit i i wouldn't even call us super successful i guess but you know we've had a we've had a little bit of a success you know finding something with this you know this was the first thing that we've kind of gotten a decent amount of you know likes and traction um attraction to so (laughs) traction people people are in love with timberwolves talk um but yeah it's it's been awesome so we're gonna keep it going throughout the rest of the season um Let's look ahead not, at the not many. The, yeah. these, uh, let's look ahead at this week's games. Not too many games left. There's really not. Yeah. So I, I mean, what I would say is for these last few games, guys, just enjoy it because we're gonna be in July or we're gonna be watching these other teams in the playoffs, and we're just gonna be like, damn, like I wish this was us. Or you're gonna get in August, you're gonna be like, wow, I miss watching the Timberwolves. I miss all that. May sixteenth. Wow. That's coming up, man. What's the date? It's coming up, man. That actually is coming up. I mean, Peyton and I, I think we said this, are leaving for a trip on the 13th. And that's, you know, in like like two or three Sundays, the the Wolves are off the TV, man. Like it's, I don't know. You guys are going to have to find something else to do with your time. (laughs) We are. We are too, bro. Yeah. I mean, I guess, um, Good news is the Twins are a little bit more back on track, so that's that's a plus if you guys want to watch some baseball. Um, I mean, you got to wait a little bit for football. That's you know not until September, so I mean it's kind of a little dead zone. So if the Twins are sucking, it's going to be a rough, uh, rough summer, <laughs> rough few months for Minnesota sports fans, for sure. But um, yeah, I think that's a, that's a good spot to wrap this episode up. I mean, there wasn't too much that we could dive into that was new news i mean love the wins but yeah i just hope they keep winning um we haven't mentioned this for a while but we're also on apple podcasts and spotify podcasts so that would really help us out if you go follow us there maybe download a podcast and just help us help us to see that that's something that's worth doing because that is a little bit of a a fee that we pay so just to see some success there would be nice but yeah check us out there um thanks for watching chris you got anything else to say no, I mean, um, you know, look for us uh, coming with another Timberwolves talk probably in the next, you know, five, five-ish days. I mean, that's kind of what, it's kind of where we've been at is um, five to seven days at the end of the season. You know, earlier we did them about two to three days. Actually, we were pumping Timberwolves talks out, but yeah, probably around five days. Um, you know, the new content, the, uh, the Timberwolves off-season content, is coming out um you know a lot of fishing guys will have to follow the new channel but yeah that's about uh that's about it about it boys thanks for watching have a great rest of your day great rest of your week and uh thanks for tuning in